Section 3 of Norway, Sweden, Denmark, Iceland, Greenland, and the Search for the Poles. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sonja. The World's Story, Volume 8. Norway, Sweden, Denmark, Iceland, Greenland, and the Search for the Poles. Edited by Eva March Tappan. Section 3 the wolf fenris from the younger edda the father of fenris was loki the personification of evil tyr was one of the sons of odin the editor then said har the wolf fenris was bred up among the gods but tyr alone had the daring to go and feed him nevertheless when the gods perceived that he every day increased prodigiously in size and that the oracles warned them that he would one day become fatal to them they determined to make a very strong iron fetter for him which they called leading taking this fetter to the wolf they bade him try his strength on it fenris perceiving that the enterprise would not be very difficult for him let them do what they pleased and then by great muscular exertion burst the chain and set himself at liberty the gods having seen this made another fetter half as strong again as the former which they called dromi and prevailed on the wolf to put it on assuring him that by breaking this he would give an undeniable proof of his vigour the wolf saw well enough that it would not be so easy to break this fetter but finding at the same time that his strength had increased since he broke lading and thinking that he could never become famous without running some risk voluntarily submitted to be chained when the gods told him that they had finished their task fenris shook himself violently stretched his limbs rolled on the ground and at last burst his chains which flew in pieces all around him he thus freed himself from dromi which gave rise to the proverb to get loose out of lading or to dash out of dromi when anything is to be accomplished by strong efforts after this the gods despaired of ever being able to bind the wolf wherefore allfather sent skilnir the messenger of frey into the country of the dark elves to engage certain dwarfs to make the fetter called gleipnir it was fashioned out of six things to wit the noise made by the footfall of a cat the beards of women the roots of stones the sinews of bears the breath of fish and the spittle of birds though thou mayest not have heard of these things before thou mayest easily convince thyself that we have not been telling thee lies thou must have seen that women have no beards that cats make no noise when they run and that there are no roots on the stones now i know what has been told thee to be equally true although there may be some things thou art not able to furnish a proof of i believe what thou hast told me to be true replied gangler for what thou hast adduced in corroboration of thy statement is conceivable but how was the fetter smithied this i can tell thee replied har that the fetter was as smooth and soft as a silken string and yet as thou wilt presently hear of very great strength when it was brought to the gods they were profuse in their thanks to the messenger for the trouble he had given himself and taking the wolf with them to the island called lingvi in the lake amsvartnir they showed him the cord and expressed their wish that he would try to break it assuring him at the same time that it was somewhat stronger than its thinness would warrant the person in supposing it to be they took it themselves one after another in their hands and after attempting in vain to break it said thou alone fenris art able to accomplish such a feat methinks replied the wolf that i shall acquire no fame in breaking such a slender cord 
but if any artifice has been employed in making it slender though it seems it shall never come on my feet the gods assured him that he would easily break a limber silken cord since he had already burst asunder iron fetters of the most solid construction but if thou shouldst not succeed in breaking it they added thou wilt show that thou art too weak to cause the gods any fear and we will not hesitate to set thee at liberty without delay i fear me much replied the wolf that if ye once bind me so fast that i shall be unable to free myself by my own efforts ye will be in no haste to unloose me loath i am therefore to have this cord wound round me but in order that ye may not doubt my courage i will consent provided one of you put his hand into my mouth as a pledge that ye intend me no deceit the gods wistfully looked at each other and found that they had only the choice of two evils until till stepped forward and intrepidly put his right hand between the monster's jaws hereupon the gods having tied up the wolf he forcibly stretched himself as he had formerly done and used all his might to disengage himself but the more efforts he made the tighter became the cord until all the gods except till who lost his hand burst into laughter at the sight when the gods saw that the wolf was effectually bound they took the chain called gelgia which was fixed to the fetter and drew it through the middle of a large rock named yell which they sank very deep into the earth afterwards to make it still more secure they fastened the end of the cord to a massive stone called twitty which they sank still deeper the wolf made in vain the most violent efforts to break loose and opening his tremendous jaws endeavoured to bite them the gods seeing this thrust a sword into his mouth which pierced his under jaw up to the hilt so that the point touched the palate he then began to howl horribly and since that time the foam flows continually from his mouth in such abundance that it forms the river called von there will he remain until ragnarok footnote the destruction of the world End of footnote. verily said gangler an evil progeny is that of loki yet most mighty and powerful but since the gods have so much to fear from the wolf why did they not slay him the gods have so much respect for the sanctity of their peace-steads replied har that they would not stain them with the blood of the wolf although prophecy had intimated to them that he must one day become the bane of odin end of section three this recording is in the public domain